Welcome everybody to another episode of the GW Show. I am your host Marcus Weiser, and with me is always the man himself, my co-host, Mr. Dan Gonzalez. What's going on, my man? How are you doing today? We're doing a okay. It's a beautiful, I would say, late spring evening here in New Jersey. Windows open, nice and relaxed. Cold weather seems to be behind us, and uh, we are. A little over a week away from one of my favorite times of the sports year, the NFL draft. Yes, sir. This is going to be a good time. Um, I think uh, in, compar- in, in comparison to a couple couple of uh, you know drafts we've had in the past, you know the, the first couple picks have been kind of like how you call it predetermined. They're like, all right, we kind of know what's going to happen here. Um, there's been a lot of shakeup. Already, obviously, with Carolina taking, the, you know, the, obviously traded for the first pick, but um, there's still a lot of buzz going around, you know, with with the with the uh, the NFL draft. Um, Dan, I'm obviously the the NFL draft itself. Obviously, we're gonna do a mock today. Um, you and I are, but you know, kind of talk about the draft a little bit. I did see today, Dan, that there were a lot of reports coming out that the Houston Texans were gonna be listening to trading that number two overall pick. Um, Dan, I think this might play a factor. I think that they were really eyeing and hoping to get that Bryce Young. You know, they were wanting to hope to get him, but it looks like that he's going to be going to Carolina. And I think that they're maybe looking to trade down a little bit, get some, get some trade value. There's some teams in desperation trying to trade up. Uh, ironically, the two teams that seem like that they want to trade up are the division rivals. So I don't see them trading with their division rivals for a franchise quarterback. So what are the possible, what's the possibility that they actually do trade down? Or do you think they just go elsewhere at number two for another quarterback? I don't know. I think they're going to, I think they're going to stay put. Um, I don't see them moving at all. I think they're pretty much, uh, they have to understand at the position that they were in, you're not going to just scout one guy let alone, you know, like Carolina didn't scout one guy, but I think Carolina obviously trading up, they knew who they wanted. They just wanted to go through the proper valuations, give the prospects, other prospects, the respect of bringing them into the facility, showing them what they're all about. But like they, they knew who they're going to take. Um, Houston has to host people because they have to host at least all the quarterbacks because, you know, one going ahead of you, you guys got to have to kind of guess which one. But if the one scenario we'll say, if the, if the Texans like two guys and they're just totally unsure on who of the two that they like, I could see them moving down slightly where they can maybe still nab one of those two guys that they really like. Yeah, I mean, there's also a possibility, too, because we had seen, you know, CJ Stroud talk to, you know, like a couple of the Carolina Panthers staff and they were like, you know, we could show you kind of around Carolina for these spots. So people were like, oh, yep, CJ Stroud to Carolina confirmed. But now a lot of like the, the big time reporters are saying, well, you know, hey, slow, slow down. What we're seeing here is Bryce Young 100%. Him even going to Houston is just a joke because this is who Carolina wants. And so it's like, I mean, if, if Houston want, wanted Bryce Young, I mean, you pretty much are still getting a, 
it's not like you're not getting like a huge fall off of Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. You could end up being a situation where Stroud has a better career. You could go with somebody like Anthony Richardson, who had a hell of a you know a, a combine. You could go Will Levis. Um, I mean, they I don't think they would. They could go defense, but I highly doubt that they are doing that. Um, like ninety nine percent sure they're not doing that. But then again, it is a Texan, so we have no idea. So, <laughs> uh, but there's definitely that, and then you know. You know the Cardinals are are like basically the team that everybody is like poking at and saying, "Hey man, what's it gonna take? Do something." Yeah, like <laughs> hey, like we're trying to figure it out. Like, you know, let us know if you want to trade this pick or not. And they're like, "Uh, we're not gonna tell anybody. We'll just wait this shit out until until somebody gives them a good offer." You know, they're a team that's in some turmoil though. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a team where it's like. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. I mean, honestly, like the best. I think the best thing for them is to just get as much draft capital as they can. Just and, do a total rebuild. And Carlos fans, just hold on, because it's gonna get bumpy, like real mm-hmm. quick. So, um, that's that's kind of where I'm thinking with that. Um, I don't think Houston trade. I don't think Houston trades down, but. I do think that they are listening to any and all offers because, again, it doesn't hurt to pick up the phone. It takes, you know, it takes no effort to pick up the phone. Someone could give you an offer that's absolutely so good that you just have to say yes. You have to. I mean, we were looking at, you know, when, when Chicago was we – everybody said Chicago was going to trade down. But, Car- but I don't think anybody really anticipated Carolina to trade up and for Carolina to trade what they traded – to trade up. You know what I mean? No, not at all. And there, because there was a few teams that had submitted offers and Carolina blew it out the water. And I think the big thing was, was the DJ Moore to the, uh, you know, added onto that, that little bit extra piece that veteran receiver. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm definitely excited about the draft. Um, obviously, uh, you know, both of our teams are in a. We're both in positions, obviously, to compete. Both of us are, you know, contending teams. Uh, yours more so is kind of like holding its breath because it could go either way. You know what I mean? Especially with the yeah. quarterback position, it's like, okay, what do I do now? And, then, and honestly, Dallas is the same way. Like we're like, all right, like what, like what the fuck are we gonna do here? Um, but tremendous drafting overall, though, in the last few last couple of years for both teams. I mean, the Jets had the best fucking draft last year by far. It was, I mean, if you if you had the runaway voting for rookie of the year for offensive defense, you did your part. Congratulations, like you 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 did what you needed to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, you set cornerstones on both sides of the ball. Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, they have, and they have two of them, honestly, too, with uh, you know Brees and uh, you know Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Hundred percent. I thought you were gonna say Zach Wilson. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I imagine. Yeah, keep coughing. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to not do that a lot tonight. Uh, I just have like, <laughs> Jesus, man, it's been rough. I, I just want to get Joe, through like, damn it, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to get to like thirty days of like no congestion, like no sickness, no nothing. Thirty days. 
it's almost like like I need like rehab of no sickness. Just like give me let, let it be. But um <clears throat> so yeah, um I guess before we get into that, before we do like our whole mock draft and everything like that, Dan and I kind of planned out. Um obviously the big the big kicking news today, which hey, congratulations by the way. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts got the bag today, got paid. Um Dan, uh, do you have the numbers in front of you, or or no? Um, yes, I do actually. Like, I'll be so honest. I actually, I, I actually even have, I have that, and I have the cap hit oh, for the first hey, well four done. years of this deal. Well, well done. Well, that are work. All right. And by the way, just, are, just to point out, um, I was at work in the middle of a meeting. Right, it was in the middle of a meeting, and my phone goes off, and I see Twitter, the GW show. The first thing is this Jalen Hurts extension. And I was like, holy shit. And then literally two minutes later, I see Shefty. And I was like, dude. I beat him. I, I know. Yeah, you, 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 you're you on it. So this one, it pays to be in the sports market that I am. Because I am, like, as people know, I am in New Jersey. But I am in the central part of New Jersey, which constitutes a Philly sports market. So Philly beat riders beat all the guys, like the, you know, the Rappaports, the Shefties, they beat them all to this deal. So I was, I, I benefited from some Eagles beat writers that said that they were extremely close to a deal. So um, here's the deal. Um, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, they did agree to terms today, obviously, as Marcus said, to a five-year, $255 million contract extension that makes him the highest paid player in NFL history. Um, and obviously, the agent, Nicole Wynn, um, Fantastic story. If people have not uh, heard about her, fantastic story on how she even linked up with Jalen Hurts. And, you know, shout out to Jalen Hurts. He has an all-female management team, which I think is incredible. Um, showing, you know, exactly, showing great strides and, you know, equality and everything. And, you know, big shout out to Nicole Lynn. Um, the deal does include a $179.3 million in guarantees and a full no-trade clause, which is the first time the Eagles as a franchise have ever given a player a no trade clause in their contract. W. And the cap hits. I just want you guys to just sit. If you have a seatbelt, please fasten it. So the cap hit for 2023 is $6.15 million. The cap hit for 2024 13.56 million dollars the cap hit for 2025 becomes 21.77 million dollars and the final cap hit of this extension is 2026 which comes out to 31.77 million dollars so these next two years are big years for the eagles as it's a team-friendly deal for the first two years you can you can build around jalen hurts hopefully get back to the super bowl because once this contract becomes part of that backloaded deal things could get tight yeah, you're pretty much setting yourself for a two-year window to win. That. Exactly. <clears throat> but good for him, man. And, yeah, and, you know, the guy that Jalen Hurts is, I would assume that it, once the deal be, gets to that backloaded part, I'm almost positive he'll be that guy and restructure and help the team out, you know? Yeah. I. Uh... But, you know, once again, amazing story for Jalen Hurts being benched on in the national championship game, transferred, future uncertain, second round pick, backup. Now he's the highest paid player in NFL history. 
W. W, man. Yeah, good for him. Great story. W, for sure. So, yeah, um, this uh, obviously with, with the basically the new bar set now, <clears throat> what does that mean for Lamar now? Like, does that help his case? Does that not help his case? Because this is still, I did see something that came out that said that uh, the latest the latest offer to Lamar was two hundred million guaranteed, and nothing's came nothing. All um, I'm gonna say this as nicely as possible uh, in regards to Jalen Hurts, uh-huh. and it ties into Lamar Jackson. Look what an agent can do for you. Honestly, though, look what look at this. Look at Nicole Lynn, an agent for Jalen Hurts. Just look at it. It is, it's right there. He just got this man the largest contract in NFL history. Yeah, I mean it's it's honestly true. Um, the thing is, all you have to do is sell yourself, which he did. Yeah, all you got to do is sell yourself. The agent will do the rest. That's what you pay them for. You know, you pay them that, whatever, that 10, 15%. You know, like you, you all you got to do is play. You don't have to do, now there's, like I said, there's guys who want to do both sides. That's perfectly fine. But there's some guys that can't do both sides. You can't master both. Lamar has mastered one, and that's being a very good NFL quarterback. And clearly the way negotiations are going, he hasn't mastered the, business side of it not saying he never will he will it takes time and you know just you know reading up on stuff and everything right and you know i'm just saying look 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 what we just saw there's a lot of legal (laughs) there's a lot of legal language that like you know players are not accustomed to or there's there's things in in the in the contract that could be misread, could be misinterpreted. That's, I mean, just – I feel like if you have a – again, I think I said this on the last episode. <clears throat> if you are a athlete who spends 24-7, you know, conditioning, playing, studying, yada, yada, like you don't want to add that extra part of your schedule to try to negotiate your own future like that. I mean, there are cases and careers where obviously that's needed – but like, if you're Lamar, you don't you don't really need to do a whole lot. Like you showcase everything you need to showcase. Exactly. You're not like a role player or somebody barely playing. Like you know, trying to fight tooth and nail to try to get like a shit ton of money. Like talk about a guy who a lot of people consider is like top ten, top five quarterback in the NFL. Defending him or not defending, but uh, you know. An MVP. He, yeah, he was an MVP. Yeah, an MVP. Exactly. So, but at the end of the day, there is also that possibility where you know if you if you believe that you're worth so much, you could price yourself out of a job easily. I will say this though: if he really has a two hundred million fully guaranteed, I would just take that. <laughs> it's not even fully guaranteed. It's not I'd- fully guaranteed. I thought it was. For what I had read, it wasn't. But you know, they could. I mean, if if it is, if it's fully guaranteed, two hundred million, just I mean, dude, take it. 
I think that would be like what the, that would be like the largest guaranteed money ever, right? Yes. He would beat the he would beat Deshaun and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Like we're talking about like that's two hundred million more than you had two years ago, <laughs> a year ago, six minutes ago. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, he has his he has his reasonings. I can't imagine it, but at the end of the day, uh, congrats to Jalen Hurts for getting a massive um, extension. I was telling my coworker this because we were talking about the trade, not the trade, the extension and everything for Jalen. And, you know, we're talking. And then I told him, like, oh, look, I'm like, there's a good thing about Lamar saying, you know, I I thought I read it was 200 fully guaranteed, but maybe I I misread it. but I, I told him, I was like, oh, look, he, like, they're offering him 200 mil off the rip. Like, right here, right now, just sign the paper, and it's all yours. Yeah. And I told him, I'm like, if Lamar turns that down, I'm no longer blaming the Ravens. I would, I'll, I'll say Lamar's the problem. Yeah. I, will ne- I, don't think I'll ever, I don't think I'll ever see a player turn down 200 mil guaranteed, especially in a sport in a position that you play that you're only going to maybe last at a high level for another six years, I will take that 200 mil and I'll just go reinvest it, keep making money. And once I hit my late thirties, I'll call it a career. Yeah. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. But, um, so before we, um, before we start this mock draft, I actually wanted to share this with you. It actually, it actually ties right in to, um, the NFL draft. So obviously, okay. as everyone knows, next Thursday is the first round of the NFL draft. Um, and today, ESPN came out with the, um, I guess you could say their bust projections or percentages. Yeah. And um, they took the presumptive top five quarterbacks in this class. And, you know, it's starting to gain steam that we're going to have five quarterbacks go on Thursday in the first round with Hendon Hooker being the fifth one. And obviously we know the big four of Stroud, Young, Richardson, and Levis. So um, let me pull this up right here. And I, I'm going to, I was, I obviously had my reaction to it. Um, I want to see your reaction and see if you agree. So Bryce Young's the first one. 38.3% chance of a buff. Okay. CJ Stroud. Forty-five point four percent bust. So what? Does, okay, so what does it classify as a bust? Does it not say? Not really. I mean, these are just. I guess you just don't live up to the hype. You just have a really bad career. You don't even make. I, I would say if you, if you can't re up your deal after your rookie year, and you either play out your rookie year or when the team option comes down, they decline the team option and you're bouncing from team to team after that. I'd say you bust. Like, like to me, Baker Mayfield's a bust. A number one overall pick shouldn't have been on three teams or four teams. By his fourth, yeah, this is what his fourth team, yeah, his fourth team. Yep, that's how I classify Zach Wilson to me right now is a bust. You're a second overall pick, and this team's already searching for another quarterback. All right, so Bryce Young, 38.3. CJ Stroud, 45.4%. Anthony Richardson, 
80.5%. Whoa. Yeah. Will Levis, 68.3%. And then Hooker, an even 58%. Wow. So they're basically saying that two quarterbacks are going to fare. And even then, C.J. Stroud is very close to that 50% mark. What do you think about the the Richardson one? Is pretty like wow. Like That's they just brutal. have no faith. They have no faith in this guy whatsoever. <laughs> oh, that is brutal. It's it's crazy because I think out of all the quarterbacks, he's obviously the most athletic, gifted. He's the bi- he's the biggest one too. Like I mean, yeah, like, I think, think like, he. Uh, I think if there's anyone that fits today's NFL, it's between him and Bryce Young. More so Richardson. I think Bryce Young still needs to put on a few more LBs. It's hard to say. Pretty man. crazy, right? It's it's hard to say of like who would be like the the most you know, the biggest probability of a bust because it all depends on what team they go to. Like that too. It's like, a, it can be a huge system thing. So I guarantee you, if any one of these quarterbacks ends up like in the Shanahan system in San Francisco, they're going to be an instant superstar. Exactly. Like you put Hidden Hooker, you know, like you said, <coughs> into the first round. Into the first round of the are teams that have already set up for success. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have a, a a less of a chance to be a bust, or he might just be a backup, which then is just you know. Got shit in a stick, but uh, I mean, that's just crazy though. 80% for Anthony Richardson. That's just like no faith at all. They're just like, yeah, we're going, we don't even trust you. Do they have we actually, uh, they're basically saying no start. What do they have some from like previous years? Um, I can look them up for the next show, but I only saw it for the, the top five quarterbacks. So yeah, sure, I could yeah, probably look absolutely. that up for the next show. Yeah, because we'll do a I'd second. Like, yeah, I'd like to know what like previous previous ones are, then we can kind of stack it from that. Wow, that's. I don't think Anthony Richardson is gonna do that bad. I mean, I think depending on the system and how the the offense scheme like works for him, if they let him kind of run run the offense essentially in the sense of like, you know, run a gun. You know, he can he can he can run it and just let him throw the fucking ball as far as he can. I mean, there's uh, NFL offenses tailored to their franchise quarterback all the time. So we'll see how whoever he goes to tailors it. So I I don't think it's like that. That's just crazy. Eighty percent, like holy shit. That's basically saying you're just not even gonna. We're not even gonna bother with you. I wonder. I honestly, the reason I say shit like that is like I want to know like what people thought of like Zach Wilson, Johnny Manziel, Jamarcus Russell, shit like that, dude. I mean, they probably thought like Jamarcus. I mean, everyone thought Jamarcus Russell was like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, and it turns out the guy granted, couldn't I read was, a playbook. Granted, I was like I was still too young and naive to understand like how to like really properly scout and look at someone. That's fair. That's fair. But um but yeah, let's um let's jump into our um our first installment of the mock draft. So this one, uh for all the listeners out there, this first installment of the mock draft is a straight up the way it is, one through thirty one. 
Um, Norm, I know there's 32 NFL teams, but the Miami Dolphins forfeited their first round pick from the Sean Payton um, and Tom Brady tampering scandal. So there are only 31 picks in the first round this year. Um, this is traditional one through 31, no trades, no nothing. The next mock draft that me and Marcus do, which will be next Monday, you'll probably be able to do it by next Tuesday. That will be trades and whatever chaos we can think of ensuing in the draft. <laughs> but, um, so Marcus, how are we doing this? Are we alternating between picks or? We could, yeah, we could do that. We, I, I think that, I think that would probably go faster. I think if we did one, one, two, two, this shit would, we would be done by midnight. And if we have any rebuttals, we can just like maybe just put the player in that we thought was going to go there, and then yeah. no explanation would just be gone. <laughs> yeah, no, I I like that. I you know if it's like specific ones, I'll be like, all right, hey, I know we also, but I think this guy would go here instead. All right, let's do it. Okay. So go ahead, lead us off here, Dan, with the first overall pick. All uh, right, so the. Ooh, I think I just got whatever you got. <laughs> oh shit! Um, so with the first overall pick, I have the Carolina Panthers taking Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Pretty much a solidified choice. Like I think it's pretty much gonna be a clear cut and dry decision. Yeah, after he canceled his meeting today with Carolina, I'm like, yep, that's it. <coughs> yeah, are you with Houston? Yep. Yeah, he canceled with Houston. All right, so uh, I'll go ahead and do this for number two. Uh, with the second pick, Houston, Texas select Anthony Richardson, quarterback, University of Florida. Ooh, okay. I think uh, be, if I, I think if be a fun one. I think if you're going to be a team that has to swing for the fences, um, if you're a team that has a subpar offensive line, you need a guy who's not going to be fucking fragile. You need a guy who could throw the ball. You need a guy who could get out of the pocket. But most important, you need a guy who could take hits. Um, Richardson could do that. Um, his, he had a hell of a combine. Um, I think that uh, as far as, I mean, he's got Laramie Tunzel there with on the offensive line that helps with his blind side. But overall, um, I think that Houston's going to make a uh, a shock of a pick right from the get-go. That can definitely shake up the whole <laughs> fabric of everything. <laughs> All right. So I am in Arizona. Uh, with the... Third overall pick, I have the Arizona Cardinals selecting Will Anderson, edge rusher from Alabama. Okay. I just think at this point, you don't – I know there's talks of them going for quarterback, yada, yada, yada. I just don't see it happening. That's fair, too. That's that's honestly fair. All right. Um, well, with the fourth overall pick – uh, the Indianapolis Colts select CJ Stroud. Um, there you go. That's how you got to do it. So I, uh, I think that uh, the Colts secretly love this guy from the get go. Uh, I mean, you can kind of tell from the damn combine being in India how all the Colts fans were cheering for this guy every time he threw a ball. 
So, yeah, <coughs> I think it's gonna be a great selection um, if CJ can land here. All right, Seahawks uh, are on the clock. Yep. So um, this one, I have Seattle just going best player available. Uh huh. Um, so with that pick, I have Seattle taking Jalen Carter, defensive tackle from Georgia. That's a great pick. <clears throat> I like that pick a lot. I like that pick. I think obviously with all everything, the only downside with him is he, he his conditioning is. I mean, buddy, he did not look good at his combine. Definitely one of the most risky picks. No, one of those high risk, high reward players for sure. Yeah, no, it was definitely one of like the uh, one of the worst pro days I've ever seen, honestly. But the talents there, I think, once you get some discipline and everything underneath, you just uh, you get you got a superstar. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Uh... The sixth pick, the Detroit Lions select Devin Witherspoon, cornerback from Illinois. That's an interesting one. I like that one only because I know they just got rid of Jeff Okuda. Um, I personally had Tyree Wilson there just because they said they were just completely in love with him. And I, you know, two edge guys in Hutchinson and him for the next like 10 years would just be crazy. Right. But I get, I get your pick. That, that's a good one because, like I said, they just got rid of Okuda. You got like that big gaping hole now of. Uh, I I figured that like with, with Detroit, their biggest hole was their secondary. Their secondary was god awful. I figured that they would put every ounce of resource into upgrading that possible. Their front seven was pretty yeah. pretty solid, but their secondary was terrible. Yeah, so. it's a good start with Chauncey with uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. Yeah. And you add to it. So, All right. So Raiders are. I have. I have a fun one with the Raiders. Okay. So with the seventh overall pick, I have the Las Vegas Raiders drafting Will Levis, quarterback from Kentucky. Okay. All right. Let me hear this one. I am a firm believer that Josh McDaniel still wants his own guy in there. Okay. I'm not I'm not a big Jimmy G guy. Never have, never will be. I think he's a very average quarterback at best. Uh-huh. I think the Raiders will struggle early this year and they may turn to Will Levis by week four. Okay. I think McDaniels wants his own quarterback to mold. Like you're like a like you're straight out of college. I'm gonna mold him into my own little, you know, mini Tom Brady S. Not like a Tom Brady type player, but like, you know. Yeah. Build my own QB in a way. Okay. No, I, I like that. That's that's interesting. I like that. <clears throat> All right, with the eighth pick, the Atlanta Falcons select Tyree Wilson Edge from Texas Tech. That's a good one because they have little to no pass rush at all on that team. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. A hundred percent. They're they're they need. They got a lot of holes, but um, uh, I think that they're. I don't even like know like what part needs more work over the others. If that makes sense, it, everything is just all bad there. Yeah. 
All right, Chicago Bears with ninth pick. All right, so this one was a tough one because okay. I thought they could add to their defense. Um, but they have they have some good corners in Jalen Johnson <laughs> and Kyler Gordon. I think they're pretty decent corners. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, okay, well, they went out. They obviously got DJ Moore. Okay. To add to give some weapons to Justin Fields, but I'm like, you know what, Justin Fields needs to be protected. So with this one, I selected Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State, to go to Chicago to help protect Justin Fields. Absolutely, that's a that, that, the, the number one thing when you have a quarterback, even ones that are extremely mobile, you still got to protect them. So yeah, yeah, I mean it has to be done. I mean, and plus the Ohio State blood, like like it's there. So yeah, him and Justin Fields. <clears throat> All right, the tenth pick. The Philadelphia Eagles select Christian Gonzalez, quarterback from Oregon. My long lost cousin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no relation at all. Um, obviously, they just lost CJ Gardner Johnson to the Lions, like we had just mentioned. Um, so I feel like this would be a great plug and play player. Uh, it, it in the sense of two is you know now that you've pretty much are bringing a. a a vast majority of your team overall from Philly to return. Um, he could slide in very well to be the number two guy there and uh, succeed from day one. Unless it's against Dallas, but you know. Yep, yep. <coughs> All right. Number 11 for the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. So this one was a tricky one. Um, they didn't know what to really do with them because they they need a lot of help. Yes, but this one, I think, I think this is where the draft is going to get taken up, and I'm probably going to get a lot of heat for this one. I will, and I'll, I'll respond to any DM and I'll explain why they're going to do this. I have Tennessee Titans drafting. Their own Tennessee boy, Hendon Hooker. Whoa. Okay. <clears throat> They're going to get a quarterback. Yep. I'm telling you, Hendon Hooker is skyrocketing of boards, and I think this is where the talk is going to begin, right outside the top 10. And, you know, like I said, you know, he, you know, from Rocky Top, just stay in Tennessee. And like I said, to start off this rebuild process for Tennessee, start with the quarterback. That's a Ryan Tannehill is not the Ryan like Tannehill is not the guy. Malik Willis, they already said thanks, but no thanks. We're sorry, we're dra- we sorry we drafted you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I like it, man. No, I I really like it. I think that's a pick that high. I mean, it's a super high risk. Obviously, drafting that high. Um. They go back to back years on a quarterback. It's like, whew. Um, they're wanting to rebuild, but still compete. You know, obviously, Derrick Henry is a team. Derrick Henry is, I mean, they're like, hey, like he's open for trade, but, you know, the running back market kind of collapsed after <clears throat> the Super Bowl salaries of the running backs that started for the Super Bowl winning teams are being plastered everywhere. Coaches and GMs are seeing it. It's not like a made up graphic, it's there. And they're like, we don't need to pay somebody this. You know what I mean? Nope, not at all. <clears throat> so, 
All right, 12th overall, uh, the Houston Texans select Jackson Smith Jigba. Wide receiver, Ohio State. Um, I uh, believe that that if you're going to draft a number one or your, your, your quarterback first overall, you need to have a weapon. They don't have a receiver. They don't have a guy. Um, they know that Brandon Cooks isn't there anymore. They got to have somebody there. So what better to have a rookie wide receiver to go in the training camp with? And he's a hell of a receiver. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Look uh, at that. 13th. <laughs> Look at that. My New York football jets. This one was a tough one, but I I looked at all of our needs, and I'm banking on Elijah Vera Tucker and Mackay Beckton to be like that that one two young punch we've been waiting for, especially with you know Tucker's been hurt and Beckton's even been more hurt. Yeah, um, but we've seen a lot more from Vera Tucker. Um, they need a center, but it's too early for a center. Um. Dwayne uh, Dwayne Brown's back. Max Mitchell will be there too. So they said they and they've been signing some offensive linemen for depth purposes. So I don't think they're going to go offensive line at thirteen. I have a Jets drafting Quinton Johnson, wide receiver from TCU. Okay. They need they need that big. They need another. I know they got Leon Lazard, but you know I think getting another big body receiver in there to go along with Garrett Wilson. Um. I think Corey Davis is going to be in the trade that brings Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Um, and, you know, we give Rodgers what he wants. He's never had a first-round wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. it's a great pick, man. So, uh, Quentin Johnson, um, the guy's a freak of nature. Reminds you of, a, like, a young Larry Fitzgerald with just, you know, the height and ability. Yeah. Um, not saying he's going to turn out like him, but, you know, you get what I mean. I think I think it's a pretty solid pick, man. I mean, I really do. <clears throat> oh man, sorry about that. All right, so fourteenth overall, that is the New England Patriots. This was kind of tough because it's like <clears throat> I don't exactly know what they need. Um, their offense is pretty terrible, and. Uh, it all kind of starts with the quarterback, so I don't know what they're going to kind of look at here. Um, but they definitely, either way, protecting the quarterback is still a necessity. So with the 14th overall pick, I think the uh, Patriots are going to select Peter Skr- Skaronski, uh tackle from Northwestern. I like that guy. <clears throat> all right. Uh, Green Bay I like that guy. the uh, 15th pick. Yeah, so this one is a, another one where they're gonna have to uh, they're gonna have to help out the quarterback. Uh, Jordan Love, new guy. You know, you gotta start giving him some weapons. I am having them take a guy that's actually flying up the receiving uh, board. Uh, a lot of people have already talked about him possibly being the number one receiver off the board, and that is Zay Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College. Okay. <clears throat> so they'll draft a first rounder wide receiver after, after Rogers. Rogers leaves. Okay. All right. Just want yep. to make sure. Yep. Fair. 
Okay. <clears throat> All right. The Washington Commanders are next with the first uh, the, the first draft pick after Dan Snyder sells the Commanders. Um, they don't really have like a a guy there. You know what I mean? Like they don't have like a they have Sam Howell. Um, <clears throat> don't disrespect Sam. But they don't have like they got Terry McLaurin, but um, I think they might need an, I think they might need another piece to kind of like help them out on the offense. And this is I think this might be kind of a uh, where are you going with this one? Uh, the sixteenth pick, uh, the Washington Commanders uh, select Bijan Robinson, running back, Texas. Oh, okay. I like that one. <clears throat> okay. So you think they give up on their other, uh, their Brian Robinson? You know, they, are they going to have a Robinson <coughs> squared as a backfield? Yeah, a little Robbie squared. Hey, why not? You know what? And they honestly to help out a quarterback like Sam Howell, you have McLaurin. You know, to have two running backs behind you, that'd be that'd be really good. Yeah. <coughs> All right, so we. Flip it over to the next side of the draft. We got number 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I have them getting a Steelers alumni, but their son. I have them drafting Joey Porter Jr., the corner from Penn State. Okay. I like that. Keep it keep it in the family. Keep it at Pittsburgh. Yep, exactly. The, the You know, just like Pops. <clears throat> Hundred percent, man. Okay, um, I had a couple positions here for Dallas at eighteen. Uh, it's definitely tough because I feel like both positions are kind of needed. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like this one fits fits the uh, the position better for for the them long term. Uh, with the 18th pick, uh, the Dallas Cowboys select uh, Broderick Jones, tackle from Georgia. There you go. I was in between uh, Broderick and Michael Mayer, tight end from Notre Dame. I'm like, uh... Michael Mayer's going to be a stud. <clears throat> he is, but man, our offensive line, when the, when the old line gets crippled, everything <clears throat> falls apart, man. True. So we've 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 got skill position players. Um, I don't know what the tight end market's gonna, what tight end's going to do. So if it's either if it if Michael Mayer is available, they take him. I'm not going to be upset by that. No, not at all. Okay, uh, the I'm New York wrong. Giants, your your counterparts. They have an interesting one because I think they need a, they obviously need a, quite a few things. Um, this one was tough. I was leaning towards like helping them out on the offensive line just to keep, you know, adding pieces to build around. Um, <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, am I no? Wait, I know I'm, I'm number. <coughs> wait, no, I'm 19. I'm with the. I'm with the Bucks. The Bucks. I'm so sorry. Yeah, the Bucks. <clears throat> the Bucks. 
Uh, yeah, the Buccaneers, I – this is going to be an interesting one, but I have them taking Keeley Ringo, the corner from Georgia. All right. I think Todd Bowles being – you know, Todd Bowles, you know, love him. I love them as a Jets head coach. Uh, he's going to – he's defensive guy. Keeley Ringo, I don't understand why he has such a low draft grade. I think he's a – I think he's a hell of a player. I think he's going to have a hell of a career. Uh, sign me up for a good old uh, – Keely Ringo um, thing there, and you said the Cowboys are picking eighteen. I had the Lions at eighteen. Did I? Did you do a trade without telling me? Oh Jesus, dude! I'm looking at something different. <clears throat> I was looking at a list here. Yeah, they. Yeah, the Lions are eighteen. Dude, <laughs> I am. I am all over the place. I apologize. Well, my pick does not change at all for them. They could. They could go off a tackle and be completely okay with that. They had me lost for a second. Like, holy shit, what am I doing wrong? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm I'm reading. I was, like, looking at the list, but I forgot that I pulled up, like, a list, and this one here has, like, projected trades in there, and I'm like, dude. So now I'm, I'm all fucked up. I mean, you had everything right heading <laughs> into the Cowboys at 18. Yeah, okay, so, uh, yeah, they – so, okay. I was – scratch. Uh, the Detroit Lions at eighteen will uh will will select uh Michael Mayer tight end from Notre Dame. Jesus Christ! Imagine that man in that offense. My God. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Okay. All right. So um, I had the Bucks. I said they're gonna take. Uh, I said Keely Ringo. I think so they're going to definitely do. Seattle uh, at twenty. I think that they're definitely going to look at defense, especially with the fact of Devin White. I think they're going to go with Baker. I think they're going to go with Baker at quarterback. Yeah, they're they're in dumpster fire right now. Yeah, hey, you got a ring. They got a ring out of it. Oh yeah, 100%. that's how I look at it. All right, the twentieth pick. The Seattle Seahawks select Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, Tennessee. Got to protect the guy you just paid a shit ton of money to. Absolutely. Um. So for me, for me at twenty one, I have the L.A. Chargers. Um. I have them getting Dalton Kincaid, the tight end from Utah. Okay. Yeah, you know, give Justin Herbert some weapons to play with. The defense is still pretty much intact. Um, tight end is a position I think they've been missing for a little bit. Uh, you know, you pair them up with Keenan Allen, Michael Williams, DeAndre Carter. You know, you got a decent core right there going and, you know, see what happens with Eckler. And, you know, obviously he wanted out, but those trade rumors have seemed to have cooled off significantly. All right, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, with the twenty-second pick, uh, they will select Jordan Addison, wide receiver, USC. I like that. That kid's gonna be good. I People mean, forget he was a bullet in a corner. They literally have no receivers outside of Odell Beckham now, so it's like you gotta do something. See, right there is where, um, funny enough, I had Bijan Robinson going to the Ravens. Oh, okay, I like that. That's another good one, too. Um, so, for me at Minnesota, um, I have them getting Deontay Banks, cornerback from Maryland. 
Um, you know, they have Andrew Booth, second year corner, uh, and another one of uh, 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 Caleb Evans, who, you know, they're hoping big things, but, you know, you might want to just take a look at the position again. Uh, you know, never hurts to have three corners. You know, a lot of teams run those three corner sets. If you have a good young trio of corners for the next few years, uh, you know, that's how I was looking at it. The receiving core is still pretty decent. As long as you have Justin Jefferson healthy, I think you'll be okay. And TJ Hawkinson and, you know, KJ Osborne's still there. They may address wide receiver late in the draft, but it's not really a necessity to take in the first round. All right, uh, 24th pick uh, in unfamiliar territory. The Jacksonville Jaguars uh, yeah, right. select Miles Murphy, defensive end Clemson. All right. <clears throat> There's not a whole lot so of like, decent offensive tackles around here, so I don't think they're going to stretch for this. Jacksonville could be a team no. that trades up a little bit to get a good offensive tackle. They could be aggressive. So um, I got the Giants at 25. Um, funny enough, in my mock draft, this is where I have Jordan Addison going to the Giants at 25. Yeah, I think... They have to go wide receiver here. There's no <laughs> if fans are butts about it. <laughs> if yeah. they don't go wide receiver, if they don't go wide receiver here, they better have made a trade on draft night to acquire a wide receiver and then go take another position. Like, yeah, <laughs> you guys know are better already have so they can play in. Otherwise, Giants fans are going to absolutely be ruthless. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, with Dallas's actual pick at twenty six. <laughs> The Dallas Cowboys. Hey, look, he still ended up in Dallas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. With a 26th pick, the Dallas Cowboys select Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah. Go Utes. Um, I, they lost Dalton Schultz, so, like, they got to. Where did he sign? Uh, I don't think he signed. Has he signed? I don't think he signed anywhere. Yeah, he, he signed that game on a stick. I don't think he did. Did he? I don't know. If you want to look that up, I'll do the uh, the Buffalo Bills pick. Oh, I'm sorry. He's with, he's with Houston. Oh, that's probably why we didn't care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah, so scary. He did a one year so deal, scary. a one year deal with Houston. Oh God. Okay. All right. So uh twenty seven Buffalo Bills. I have them taking Drew Sanders, the linebacker from Arkansas. I like that. Um it's a it's a Tremaine Edmonds replacement, obviously losing him to the Chicago Bears. So they just kind of just refill the position. Even though I think if Bijan is here at twenty seven, I could see Buffalo just saying hell freaking yeah. Uh -huh. And I could be in my room saying hell fucking no. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, with the 28th pick, the Cincinnati Bengals take uh, Deontay Banks corner from Maryland. 
yeah, that team that they need to get that secondary up and running. A hundred percent. All right, uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine is the New Orleans Saints, which they got in the, which they got in the Sean Payton deal for Denver hiring Sean Payton as their coach. Um, I have the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Saints drafting Mazzy Smith, defensive tackle from Michigan. Okay. Yeah, they were they pretty much addressed the offense already. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, uh with the thirtieth pick in the draft, the uh Philadelphia Eagles select Brian Breesey, defensive tackle Clemson. If Breesey falls to thirty, good for the Eagles. They deserve to take him. <laughs> that that'll be a steal. An absolute steal. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some mocks where he's going like 25, 26. So, I mean, four picks lower. That's not something that's like unreasonable. No. We're not taking a guard from Chattanooga State. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Payne's like, wait. He was on our board. All right, Dan. Last pick of the first round. The Kansas City Chiefs. All right. The Kansas City Chiefs. I have them drafting Eon White, Edge Rucker from Georgia Tech. I like that. All right. Um, Yeah. So I think we're both kind of on the consensus of a couple guys that we that like I think are going to be in there. A couple guys that I picked that you think may not be in there. But there's a couple guys that I mean overall are. Definitely capable of being first rounders. Um, you know, we we did straight up, no no trades, no nothing like that. Uh, obviously, both of us, particularly me, can't read the draft order, so that is an apology on my end. Um, so next week we will do trades and just have a hell, just have a ton of fun with it. So, but um, yeah, it was, this is a this is pretty fun, man. I uh, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, Dan, appreciate you doing this as always with me, man. I uh, can't wait to see what next week holds. You know, obviously between now and then, we might have a trade come through. We might. I typically not, but we might. Definitely not from my team. <laughs> right. For real, though. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and jump off of here. Um, thank you all for listening as always. And uh, make sure to check out the GW Show on Twitter. That's where Dan has been doing his awesome work and posting all the updates. Uh, we are pretty much right now a, a, a Yankees uh, Twitter page. So I have uh, stopped that. Um, apologies <laughs> to that if you are anything other than a Yankees fan. Um, that's pretty much also, all I want right to now. I just want to say this as well. I told everyone the Rays were going to come back down to earth when they faced a real team, and it happened. Lost two out of three to the Blue Jays, and they lost to – the Reds. Uh, a, Reds, a Reds team who I just don't understand. Shout out to Kyle. Shout out to Kyle, our, our, our good friend Kyle, right? Big Reds fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's all that, Everything's fine. I'll make sure he messages Marcus. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to jump off here again. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Adios.